another episode of the Ionomics Community Podcast with Santana. can't fake thanks for listening thanks for tuning in we've got another episode of the ionomics community podcast coming to you february 16th 2020 i hope everybody had a nice valentine's day i hope you all got some good loving we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna just allude to discord Yeah, they don't call it Discord for nothing. I'm gonna steer clear of the drama, though. Not weighing in. I guess part of the reason I don't get tagged on that stuff is uh, everybody knows I'm not really that big a deal over there, but gotta touch on it. Also, we're getting ready for this fork. More talk about that. Uh, share some observations, first-hand observations I've made about... Uh, the quick shift racing and the news of the day a couple of stories I'll highlight for you thanks once again this is Mike Pomerantz your host of the Ionomics Community Podcast we uh you can at me at M-P-O-M-Y and at M-D-P underscore E-S-Q but remember this is uh, for recreational purposes only. No legal advice being given. No financial advice. Find yourself a qualified professional. And uh, thanks for listening. Let's get started. Oh, yeah, from Caravanserai, 1972. Uh, I was listening to some other Carlos this morning, and that is the real deal. Um, the funk that you cannot fake. Okay, let's talk about what's going on over at Discord. There's a lot of crazy comments, and it means people care, so that's good news. Um, some people are... Uh, reasonably agitated about schedule and timing and I guess I get that because there's frustration all around and you know stuff is happening and I'll tell you I saw a video of quick shift racing gameplay and that's a real thing it's almost ready to go we shared a screenshot a little earlier on the newsletter and you know that's gonna be that's gonna be out soon. Uh, it's 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 gonna be connected hopefully to Game Grid, which is also gonna be out soon. And for some people, it's not soon enough, and I understand. Um, I know everybody's been waiting way too long for XDM, 
And I'm upset about that too, because that's a project where I actually got to help out and write part of the white paper. So, you know, people are entitled to their opinions. That's kind of what Discord is for. And it looks like uh, there's an ambassador who's going to get involved and maybe have a live stream Q&A. And it looks like um, maybe some team members are going to be able to participate in that directly. And that's, you know, that's probably something that should have been done a long time ago. So I'm not criticizing anybody about what's going on on Discord. I love the passion. I'm sorry for the bad feelings, but it does mean that people care and they want to see stuff happening. And I want to see it too. It gives me a lot more to talk about rather than to just come out here and play killer funk, which I could do also. But um, let's talk about how we're getting close to the testnet deployment. Can't have a podcast without a dog barking in the background. Am I right? So we're getting ready for a testnet deployment. And that will be the new version of Ion Blockchain, the Ion Core. Um, initially, I think the newsletter said there's going to be a, a less functionality with regard to masternode hosting. And this goes back to the Dash rebase. And what I've learned with the limited technical know-how that I have, the Dash rebase is going to give like another dimension or a greater depth to the code. There's so much more that can be done. There's so many more places to make modifications, to make customizations. Um, the PIVX code, which we're coming off of, it kind of looks very simple, at least to me, and I don't completely know what I'm looking at, but it seems like with this new depth of integration that we're going to see with GameGrid, that we're going to see with the Electron Wallet and the ATP token configuration protocol that Yak cooked up, um, it's going to provide a much richer experience and act as a springboard for more that the Ion blockchain can do. This is super important. Why? Because of what we talked about last week, because of tokens and... Again, this is a this is a play. This is a bet. Um, this is something that nobody knows what's going to happen, and that's part of the excitement, as part of the allure. But is there upside? Absolutely. And when I talk about some of the news of the day type stuff, I mean, one article that I highlighted from a couple of days ago on Coin Telegraph has to do with altcoins. And they, they talk about XRP and ETH, uh, XTZ, NEO. I mean, performance, remember, the Ionomics Community Podcast does not care about market price, but it becomes an indicator to a certain extent as to maybe what's going to happen in the future. I'm looking for functionality. I'm looking for enough people to get into tokens, not to make the tokens valuable, but to give the tokens utility, to bring their own ideas into this world of the ion blockchain we're kind of creating a playground where people can build their own attractions and when i see market performance damn dog when i see market performance that reflects an interest in as i was talking about last week the anything but bitcoin world which includes ion and which includes this sort of hypothetical 
prospective collection of tokens that are going to be enabled shortly. Uh, it makes me feel pretty good. In other words, the thinking has not narrowed in the crypto community as a result of Bitcoin's dominance. Bitcoin is dominant. I like having Bitcoin in my uh, in my bag, so to speak, but the uh, in my sack. But the idea that that's the end of the crypto story is certainly not something that I want to. I, I don't want to uh, have that as my position or my uh, predisposition, mainly because I'm working for an altcoin project, but also because I just think you don't fix it and then you're done. I love how the community keeps innovating. They keep trying to one-up each other. And despite what some people think on Discord, like that process is continuing on this team. There isn't always an ability to have perfect transparency about every single thing going on in every single person's personal life who we depend on to make this stuff happen. But the default position is keep innovating keep pushing this stuff out. It's just not happening fast enough for some people. And folks, I get it. So, you know, you can at me, I will try to commiserate. I will try to use my access to get answers for you. Certainly that's what one of the ambassadors is gonna do on Discord. So let's see what that nets. I'm not telling people to be calm. I'm the last guy to be calm. But I think it's worth noting that the passion means people care. And it's also worth noting that uh, the, the market has not lost interest in altcoins altogether. And we look at the performance of some of these others. I'll put a link to the article. I mean, I, I don't really care what the article says. They show a bunch of charts and graphs. But the point is that this is one article where it's not necessarily a paid hype piece like we see so much of in crypto journalism, journalism in quotes there. But it's, it's just looking back on the performance over a little bit of time and you see, wow, you know, there is some volume, there is some interest. And I think that bodes very well for ION and the Ionomy platform. All right, I want to shift away from the drama. I want to shift away from, uh, I mean, I guess I mentioned the quick shift race thing. Look, what you're gonna have what I have experienced playing these uh, drag racing games is it's a lot of tweaking and a lot of art and a lot of uh, social. So that I'm imagining is going to be added to, or that's going to be a part of quick shift racing because that's what most of these drag racing games have. What will set it apart obviously is the crypto angle, but I also think, based on what I've heard from people who have talked to the developers, this is kind of third hand, is that car control, I, I guess, during the race and also car modification and the depth of car modification. In other words, it's not going to just be a sinkhole for money or for crypto for upgrades, but it's going to be a different kind of approach and hopefully a more in-depth approach to pimping your ride. I'm sure all the visual stuff will be there to tempt your wallets, but having crypto bolted onto it, um, and that's really the wrong way to describe it. It's not bolted on, it's built in from the ground up, will make this a completely different experience. And 
what I'm hearing is that just if you take the crypto part away, which you can't because it's integrated from the beginning, but if you just look at the racing part of the game, there is more here than, for example, CSR, which was the first drag racing mobile game to become real popular, at least the first one that I heard about. So I'm really looking forward to seeing more of that. I'm really looking forward to being able to share it with folks. And soon, you know, there will be more to tell about that. All right. Enough about Ion and Ionomy. You all know where things stand. And by the way, get into the Discord. I'll put a link in there. See if you want to put your toe in. It's not just Ion Ion and Ionomy stuff. there's a ton of topics being being discussed and lots of uh, food pictures, as I've mentioned in the past. So come on in. All right. Pivoting now to a story that's kind of been bubbling around. It's not the main story of the day, like coronavirus or like United States uh, political primaries. But it's very important story for people who are listening to this podcast to follow. And interestingly, it doesn't directly impact cryptocurrencies. It's more about communications and text messaging, but it does squarely relate to the topic of encryption. And that is super important because with cryptocurrency, the thing that is so attractive to me is that the foundation, the very beginning concept that why cryptocurrencies exist has to do with security. There must be a way to know that your value is safe. And that is the starting point, And that's what makes it work. Um, if you don't have the ability for master nodes or uh, B- BTC miners to do their thing, then you, you don't have cryptocurrency. You don't have blockchains. You don't have tokens. And when I say do their thing, I mean engage in these puzzles and games, which is the art of cryptography. And the algorithms get updated from time to time, but, and here's what we need to follow, there is a concern now that good old Section 230, the Communications Decency Act, that kind of runs the internet, and it's the only piece of legislation that exists about the internet, and it's woefully, it's not detailed enough. It's not complete. It's being used as a catch-all. But the idea is to amend it or change it so that end-to-end encryption will basically end. I mean, it'll be over. That there won't be permission, at least not by the United States government, for individuals to engage in safe communication, there will always be a way for the government to find out what has been said. And I guess the, I mean, I look, Scott Galloway is a great uh, podcaster. He's a financial guy. He's not a crypto guy. He's a professor at New York University. I'll stick a link to his blog. Um, but, you know, he's he brings up the Jack Bauer situation. And I'm interested to know what people think of this because there's a lot of folks in the crypto community who would like to, you know, see themselves bending the rules to save the world, to find out 
you know, at the last minute before the bomb goes off, where it's hidden and how to defuse it. And that's kind of where Galloway is coming from, that there has to be, for the purpose of law and order, some final fail-safe, some final thing where eventually the good guy or the good guy with the gun can get into these private communications and foil the bad guy's plans. What that means is, you know, just the end of privacy. So I'm not sure how to reconcile that. And it is the subject of controversy in Washington because now our illustrious Attorney General William Barr has weighed in with his jowly face to talk about how he wants the back door. He wants to be able to foil the crimes before they happen by having access to the communications. And, you know, is that the equivalent of Jack Bauer saying, if you don't tell me, you know, I'm going to shoot you in the knee or I'm going to kill your daughter because he knows he's got the terrorist over a barrel and he's got to bring leverage to bear. I mean, is this the same thing? So what, to what extent should we kill privacy in order to ensure public safety? I don't trust the government as it's currently constituted to have that back door. I might have felt differently a few years ago. I might feel differently in the future. But the problem is it's so, from my perspective, unsafe at the moment that it can't re- there can't really be a rule where the government always has some skeleton key that can get them into end-to-end encrypted communications. Now, what does this have to do with cryptocurrency? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. Maybe cryptocurrency encryption is going to be perfectly fine, totally legit, keep doing it. But if this sort of rule gets on the books before any kind of legible, coherent crypto regulation that comes from the financial sector, like the SEC, and we're going to be in trouble because whoever wins the race, whoever gets to the finish line first, kind of gets to make the rules. And to the extent we're still talking about encryption, and, and basically whether or not it's legal, doesn't this potentially become a leverage point for the SEC to put crypto out of business, at least in the United States? That would be very bad news. I don't know if it would be tolerated. I don't know if that law would be obeyed, but just the existence of that posture would be such a downer on the whole crypto community it would be very, very, very bad for the market. People who are sort of like sniffing around the edges, the so-called institutional money that we keep hearing about that's never coming. I mean, it really wouldn't come under those circumstances. Um, look how hard it is for the cannabis industry to do bank accounts. And that's because the pre-existing law and the federal law remains prohibition, illegal. Well, if cryptography itself becomes illegal, and prohibited, then the institutional money is never coming. The you know the big banks, the legacy uh, finance, that's never coming. And uh, frankly, that's not something that a lot of people care about. It is something that I care about. I think crypto should be integrated into existing economic structures. I think it makes sense um, as a supplement as opposed to just you know 
to hell with the rest of currency, to hell with any kind of fiat. We're going crypto from here on in. I don't think we're there yet. I'm looking to find out if there's a bridge maybe that gets us there to where money is totally free. But it's not going to happen overnight. And it's going to take a hell of a lot longer if people like William Barr get to decide whether or not cryptography is legal. All right. Um, that's all I got for today. I want to thank everybody for hanging in there, not just with me and my silly podcast, but also with, uh, also with Ion and Ionomy. I know there's a lot of people who are frustrated, who are, maybe it's not even a lot. Maybe it's just one dude. I don't know, but he's got a point and we want to hear everybody's points and, you know, kind of see if, see if there's some ground in between. All right. So this is an Empami production. It's when I sneak out of my work for Ion and Ionomy and I get to share some thoughts with you guys. Once again, I thank you for listening. You can at me at M-P-O-M-Y or at M-D-P underscore E-S-Q, which is my cue to tell you that none of this is legal advice or financial advice. Go find the right qualified professional. And I will see you next week on the Ionomics Community Podcast.